I have figured it out. The only way to stop yeah. myself from laughing at you dancing at the intro. Is not to look at me? Is to also dance during the <laughs> intro. Yeah. Welcome to Dream Laser. Seriously hard sci-fi. Season two, episode... Four, I think. Four. Four. Yeah. Four. I'm Rosemary. Four. I'm Tonks. <laughs> was that that was me breaking my voice uh so we took a, a week off yeah personal week i had a lot of things on no, my plate personally not for me what do you mean not not, not you... calling you out a little bit but oh my you god there have been so many want to do. so many times where i've been like let's record and you're like oh i'm not ready like this week so you know <laughs> i don't want to hear it all right fair enough fair, fair enough. enough okay it's so, just us this week yeah it's just me and you okay oh my god before we start can we talk about ha- altered carbon Yes, this week oh, we saw Altered Carbon because, you know, if you know us, we're really into, like, cyberpunk stuff. I mean, this is a science And it's podcast. kind of weird. Like, we did start watching it when it first came out, but we never finished it because it's, it's kind of a slow burn if, if, if you've seen it before. I'm honestly legitimately mad at my friends who knew about it and didn't tell me to watch it. Yeah. Emily. Yeah. <laughs> what hard 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 e because that. that was such a it's, it's such good. a great show and it's so and up it kickstarted a, kick a bunch of ideas for dream yeah Rangers, i just honest. can't believe that nobody was like like knowing what we're into mm-hmm, like no one was mm-hmm. like oh my god you have to watch this and season two starts in like a month oh my god i can't wait yeah it's gonna be great oh, um I'm so excited if you you know you, you listen to the podcast uh I can't stop thinking about Aaron being on the podcast last What do you week. mean? Like, this is his two stories. Every time I think about, like, <laughs> anyone lifting weights and shit, I just, I, I just start giggling. I'm a 100... I'm, Aaron, please tell me if this is not okay. I think that... I think it's canon that Whiff and Harmony are cousins. Okay. I think that's canon. They kind of feel like they're family... They're related. Like, family, They both sure. like to smoke space weed. Yeah. I mean, he was looking for a legendary boogie board. I feel like that's something that she would also want. I feel like they need to meet... Somehow, yeah. sometime, somewhere. But I don't want to take his character, but I'm no, saying. No, but it's maybe canon. if Aaron ever comes back, there might be. A, there yeah. might, that could be oh, a prompt. Oh shit! Crossover event. That could be a prompt. Crossover. Event. Uh, speaking of prompts, we. Uh, oh god. Our prompt this week. What was it? Yeah, you you go ahead. Okay. Well, so we had a couple of different prompts. I went with the prompt, the friend laser. <laughs> <laughs> and how do we come up with that? Okay, so it was something. Shout out to Red Letter Media. Okay. Were they talking about Star Trek? I think so. So they're talking about Star Trek as they do in like every single fucking episode. So good luck figuring out where this happened. Yeah, seriously. But I guess they were saying like, oh, we're tired of like the same villains in these movies, like having the same motivations all the time. And then I think Jay was like, was it Jay or Mike that was like, well, what do you want? Like them to come in and instead of being evil and destroying planets, say like they're going to make the planets a paradise and they want to be friends with everyone. (laughs) And I was like, what a great fucking idea. Yeah. A weapon that makes everyone your friend. Yeah, totally. That'd be great. Yeah. So we we decided to do a prompt on that. So this week, it was the friend laser. The friend laser. Mine is kind of a little bit off, but it does have to do with it. What do you mean off? I mean, it's loosely based on that prompt. Okay. But it it, it does focus on the friend laser. The, the, okay. The, the phrase, the friend, <laughs> the friend laser. laser. Yes, yes. All right. Who wants to read first? Um, I think... I think you should read first. Okay, I'm going to read first. All right. Don't and, look uh, at mine it's, yet. It's just us two, honestly. Yeah. So just be prepared for Rosemary to, to laugh. To oh, laugh. God. Boom. Roasted. I'm going to roast you. But, Me? <laughs> yeah. But just kidding. I'm not roasting Um, You're going to like the story. Um, Obviously, I just finished writing it right before yeah, we started recording. Yeah, legitimately right before. And, uh, right before. I was listening to a bunch of 80s ballads. Yes, he was. So, uh, go ahead. All right, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) It started. Okay. Okay. Here we go. The story's called... (laughs) 
<laughs> the story is called <laughs> Pink Rocket Fiasco. <laughs> Shout out to Red Rocket Fiasco, a band from back in the day. Oh, I didn't know that. Anyway, <laughs> friendship is bullshit. I am not joking. It's not real. Ever since I came back to my economy half room, half room apartment in Mega City 6 and found it completely empty from my crazy roommate selling everything, it's hard to think of it any other way. What's a half room? Is it like half a studio apartment? It's not even a studio. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's like living in a closet. Like, do you even have a bathroom in there or like half a toilet? I didn't go that far, man. You're just saying that there's probably a communal bathroom. Oh, God. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. The next line. I can't. You can and you will. Okay, here we go. Go for it. (laughs) This this never never fails, babe. Love you. You hate me. Love you. You hate me. You're you're gonna ask for divorce as soon as we turn the mic off. The paper's on the very end. Anyway, (laughs) my name is Darth Saul Rosenberg. (laughs) I'm a dropout Sith Lord who never made it past Palpatine camp and graduated into the Sith. Instead, I went into accounting and studying Fathier Wright's Law. Like, Fathier's, like, from The Last Jedi? Yes, those stupid horses. Oh, my God. The space horses. I almost said space Space horses. Space horses. I wanted to be... Yeah. God. Anyway. (laughs) I just couldn't get into killing people, man. Even now, I'm a pushover. I can tell you this. I'm a goddamn Jedi in passive aggressiveness. (laughs) I will leave you... I will leave you feeling shitty about yourself for days, bro. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Like, I feel like that's a superpower. That is. That's pretty good. Yeah. Parents, I feel like, are really good at oh, that. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. They specialize in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, maybe that's why my best friend and roommate, Jane Hootenanny. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Jane Hootenanny. <laughs> Decided to take everything I own and disappear with it all. My limited edition Mass Effect box set. Fuck. My entire Space Office Blu-ray collection. I bet that's the best show. Oh, my God. Sci-Fi The Office. They can, they can never make it today. Oh, my God. <laughs> and worst of all, my super secret, one-of-a-kind, and super stolen hot pink laser sword that I stole off the dead corpses of two Jedis that were fucking during Order 66. <laughs> Very specific. Oh, God. My My living cube is 200 floors up on a mega scraper called Apple Tree. (laughs) Oh, my God. They're all all fucking bullshit, like, plant names. Yeah. If you live in a cyberpunk dystopia, you live in a fucking shitty-ass skyscraper. Seriously. Named after a plant. Watch Dread. Dread's amazing. In the worst quadrant of Mega City 6, the only advantage of living this far up is that it takes roughly two hours for me to actually exit the building, so all I have to do is look out the window and wait to see my roommate leaving with all my shit. (laughs) Oh, God. Perfect timing. As soon as I look down, I see Jane walking out with all my belongings. I do what I was basically trained to do in Sith school. Surprise my enemy. So I try to, I think I know where this is going. So I try to do a triple front flip (laughs) out my window. But just before I jump, I pull my hamstring and basically belly flop off the balcony. Oh, no. (laughs) Jane is dragging my twin bed mattress made out of black hole milk. (laughs) What? How is a mattress made out of milk? Don't question it. 
and I managed to just miss it and slam my face first into the concrete in front of her and slam face first into the concrete in front of her. Listen, like, black hill milk is beyond our, our comprehension. You're right. Yeah. Likely breaking every vertebrae in my back. Not to worry because I heal fast. Fuck what you heard. Sith can heal just as well as Jedi's. <laughs> I bounce up and do a quick wink at the camera that doesn't exist. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jane just stands there in surprise, not sure what to do next. I notice that she has the laser sword in her hand. She notices me noticing her holding the goddamn sword, and I can see on her face that she was straight shooketh. She immediately drops all my shit and ignites the hot pink laser sword, ready to attack. I'm honestly surprised we're at the end of the first page. No titties yet. No titties. No titties yet. She is taken aback from the surging power in her hands, having a newfound respect for this killing device. I can feel the heat coming off the sword from here. This could be a goddamn problem for me. <laughs> it's okay, though. I'll go back to what I've learned in Palpy Camp. <laughs> Wait, shit, I didn't learn a damn thing. Fuck. <laughs> While I'm sitting there thinking about what to do next, she lunges at me and swings right through my torso. Fuck, man, I just got Darth Maul. <laughs> How embarrassing. But there's a difference. As soon as I was struck, it felt a jolt of emotions course through me immediately. I looked down to my rock-hard abs <laughs> and see that I was untouched. In fact, I feel the opposite of hurt. I feel like I'm in love. Oh, God. <laughs> I run towards Jane and we immediately start fucking right there on the fucking sidewalk <laughs> in front of the building on the busy street. It was the best 28 seconds of my life. <laughs> Jane looked mildly annoyed and not satisfied at all. Whatever, bro. <laughs> of course. We both get up off the street and I see that all of my super rare nerdy space stuff has been stolen by random passersby while we were breaking God's promise. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd like that one. Call fucking God's promise. <laughs> She's turning red. She's losing it. You can do oh it. Oh my god. I believe in you. I then realized the gravity of the situation. Why would I do that when she was obviously just trying to kill me? She still has the laser sword in her hand, waiting for me to do something and turn it on again. It had to be that sword. I mean, what else could it be? I thought back to when I first got the sword and how confused I was to see two Jedi, Master Jedi, just bumping uglies with each other. Bumping uglies. You like that? Gross. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they have a celibacy pact. Good point. I think they must have been training and one accidentally got stuck by the sword and had a raging boner and used the force. Mm. If you know what I mean. I think I do. <laughs> I do the only mind trick I know on Jane. I wave my hand in front of her face and she immediately shits her pants. <laughs> That's a sick power. <laughs> that actually is an amazing power. I bet it like I bet it would never fucking fail. No, no. She looks down at her soiled feet and I embrace the moment by pulling the lightsaber from her hand with my force powers. Author's note. Damn writing force stuff seems like cheating. Oh, well. <laughs> That's why George Lucas made it up. I wink again to the unseen camera and jump straight back up 200 stories into the empty apartment with my sick force skills. <laughs> 
why did he almost die the first time then? He didn't die. He just went face first. I see. Um, but he like hurt himself. Mm. Pet. <sighs> While standing in my empty living cube, I look to the inscription on the laser sword. A very small inscription on the base of the sword has writing that says, good, bad. I'm the guy with the dick. <laughs> Not sure what any of that means, but underneath the inscription was an even smaller one that said pheromone laser made a new forget about it. Yes, you love new forget about it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the hub of the, the space world. You think it's better than Big Dickopolis? Or Walmartopolis? Or Walmart, <laughs> the Walmart, Walmart Mega Super Center or whatever. <laughs> Super France. We're just naming places yeah. now. <laughs> anyway. Um, shit, I heard about these things. They were supposed to be made for couples who had intimacy problems. <laughs> Those two Jedi that I stole it from weren't Jedis at all. They were just trying to get the fuck on. No wonder I never made it through Palpatine camp. The fuck is Palpatine camp? Please write a story it's a about college. that. Wait, it's camp, though. It's like summer camp, but Palpatine's there. No, it's a college. I think you should write a story about <laughs> Sith summer camp. It has every, every, every grade. Okay. We'll leave. We'll table that for now. You have just, to ask Palpatine about it. Just then, the front door gets kicked in. It's Jane with a new pair of pants, but no bra for some reason. <laughs> Here we go. This time, I have the sword, and I ignite it with the powerful hot pink pheromone laser heating up the room. All of a sudden, the song, I Wanna Know What Love Is, <laughs> by Foreigner, starts playing from the hilt of the sword. Both of our demeanors change from anger to yearning. Oh, shit. We both walk around the room looking at each other while the song plays, then finally attack each other as soon as the chorus of the song starts. <laughs> Everything goes in slow motion, and instead of cutting her in half, I drop the sword, and we just start lathering each other in our own saliva. <laughs> oh my god. Mm, sexy. Gross. Cut to two hours later, and we were lying naked on the floor of the empty cube. For a moment, it was nice, but then I started to wonder. I never struck her with the sword, but she still made love to me anyways. Before I turn to ask her about it, I see that she was already standing up, fully clothed, with a gun to my head. She was stalling me. I try to get up, but I had difficulty for some reason. I look down to my... This <laughs> <laughs> where you have to keep going. We're <laughs> <laughs> okay, live. So and by live, I mean we're recording. <laughs> down to my rock hard abs and to my fright i see that i'm fucking pregnant <laughs> jane laughs maniacally and woman explains to me that the laser <laughs> sword was an insemination device that will accelerate the process of pregnancy in any life form it touches no matter what gender fuck man maybe i should have went to college the end or after credits <laughs> god Cut to 20 years later, the son, of, <laughs> the son of Darth Saul is a true Sith Lord. <laughs> the name Darth Saul is just so good. Darth Saul is murdered at the hands of Queef McLaser Taint. His son's name... <laughs> Rosemary's dead. Guys, I died. Okay. Darth Saul's son's name is named Alex Jeopardy Plinkett, and he will avenge his father by any means necessary. Wow. 
clap oh to my myself. Oh, my God. What'd you think? That was weird. <laughs> oh it was a weird story, I know. I can't wait to see Alex Jeopardy Plinkett. Plinkett's Sith Lord powers. Oh, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get real. All right. All right. So <laughs> oh, you enjoyed God. that. That was great. I loved it. Now I'm going to be reading Rosemary's story. Here it is. Do you have anything to say before I turn the page? And Honestly, look at it? no. Good luck. Just have fun. Okay. Enjoy yourself. Okay. So this story is called The Space Social Network Quest for the Friend Laser. Hmm. Okay. It was like any, or it was just any other day in motherfucking space. And in space, any day is a good day for a motherfucking adventure. That's true. You like adventures in your stories. All my characters are adventures. Except when you get into a little over your head and you have too much adventure and then you're like, fuck, because the president of the intergalactic stellar fleet, which is basically the president of space, is chasing you because you kidnapped his daughter. That's exactly where Fiona the Furious and Black and the Black Metal Berserker, or Fiona the Furious, the Black Metal Berserker, found herself on this great motherfucking space day. Ooh, I was wondering when you were going to write about her yeah. again. She sat behind the helm of her ship, the corpse fucker, listening to some super obscure black metal music from an ancient faraway land called Norway, <laughs> and tried to think of how she was going to get cyborg president Liam Neeson not to murder her. But for some reason, the screaming, the, the blood-curdling death metal wasn't getting those creative juices flowing. She couldn't think of a way out of this. You guys, she said to her crew, which was made up of two people, <laughs> cyborg president Liam Neeson's daughter, Daniela, and Wyatt Warwick, the coolest fuck bounty hunter with a metal cock. I think we're fucked. Daniela was totally not listening because she was talking to like six guys on space chat. Wyatt was examining his skin, looking for an open space where he could tattoo more portraits of himself on various adventures. You know you and Daniela could stop say so you know you and Daniela could stop posting your locations on social media. Then the president of space wouldn't know our location all the time. Oh, you really are fucking stupid, Daniela Spat. Do you know what happens if you don't share everything that you're doing in social media? No. What? Wyatt asked. Daniela paused. I don't know, she said, <laughs> but I'm not about to find out. Was that a risk you'd take? Wyatt thought about it, but not too hard because he was kind of dumb. No, I guess not. You guys, this is serious, Fiona said. Cyborg President Liam Neeson is probably the most powerful life form in the galaxy. He has the entire army of the intergalactic stellar fleet behind him. We can't fight him. All we can do is run, but I don't think anyone wants to turn this into a plot of Last Jedi. Oh. <laughs> Listen. Jesus. Where's the other option? Wait, there is one other option, Daniela said, her eyes still on her holophone. What is it, Fiona asked. Daniela was like 14 or something and kind of a bitch. <laughs> she didn't appreciate black metal or Fiona's awesome berserker armor that barely covered her sweet, sweet anime titties. But she had recently become Fiona's social media manager. I forgot about that. Yeah. And Fiona had gone from totally off the, sp off the space adventure radar to one of the most famous in the universe. So Fiona was open to listening to this kid's suggestions. Is it that you're going to... I'm sorry. Is it that you're going to go home and tell your dad you ran away on purpose so he stops trying to kill Fiona, Wyatt asked? Ew, no, said Daniela. That'd be stupid. I'm talking about turning my dad from an enemy into a friend. Ah, uh, yes, said Wyatt. An enemy... Two lovers trope. <laughs> Shout Jeez. out to my girls. <laughs> what? Fiona asked. 
I have to fuck Cyborg President <laughs> Liam Neeson? Danielle literally facepalmed. No, you fucking idiot, she snapped. I'm talking about using the legendary friend laser on him to make him your friend so that he won't want to kill you. It's a great idea. The friend laser, Fiona asked, finally turning off the Norwegian death metal so everyone could stop shouting at each other over the music. <laughs> I'm surprised you two have never heard of it, said Daniela. It's like totally a famous thing. Like, you know, an artifact or something. I learned about it in space school. <laughs> <laughs> That's what and, it is. And you... <laughs> And when you use it on, automatically becomes your friend. Forever. Oh, shit. Where was his friend laser, Wyatt asked. I don't remember, said Nadiella, but I can ask my friend to take a screenshot of the textbook page with all the info on it. Fiona and Wyatt looked at each other and shrugged. Kids today, Fiona said, which didn't make any sense, but that's what other, other pe- older people say, always say when they're interacting with kids who know how to use technology. <laughs> it's so true. Here. Yeah, I know, Wyatt agreed, even though he didn't really know what they were talking about. <laughs> they don't even know how to write cursive or how to interact with each other in person. And all the supposed anxiety is just them being too sensitive because they got too many participation trophies when they were kids. Fucking liberal snowflakes. Fiona shook her head. It's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> Actual conversations overheard at my work I'm sure. all the time. I got the location, Daniela said. It's on a plan- planet called Nippleheim. <laughs> Nice. Okay, I know what you're thinking. It's Nibelheim. Well, fuck you. This place is called Nibelheim because, let's be honest, that's what Nibelheim sounds like any anyway. And when you played Final Fantasy VII, you definitely thought it sounded like nipple, and then you started thinking, hey, I wonder what a place called Nibelheim would actually be like. I bet it would have a lot of hot naked chicks with their chest meats on full display. And from then on, you could have the uncontrollable urge to jerk off every time you heard the name Nibelheim. Tell me it's not true. Well, buckle up, motherfucker. I'm about to show you what the actual planet of Nippelheim is like. Totally true. Fiona typed the name of the planet into the corpse fucker's computer, which automatically charted a course. Okay, let's get to this son of a bitch. (laughs) She said and threw the hyperspace throttle forward. Cut to the planet Nippelheim, where everything was puffy and pink like cotton candy and nothing bad ever happened. The species (laughs) that lived on Nippelheim... All lived in harmony and sang songs together and made flower crowns for each other, and it was fucking great. Was this like midsummer? Yeah, it's like, no, it's like good. <laughs> anyway, on this day, everything on Nippelheim was perfect like usual. The pink sky was sunny and swimming with puffy clouds. A waterfall made of liquor, or I oh, said liquor, liquid, <laughs> a waterfall made of liquid sugar roared the distance while pink flowers covered the planet's surface. The sound of alien children laughing could be heard on the light breeze. It's so nice. It's, it's very nice. It's so nice. Suddenly, the laughter was drowned out by the song Hammer Smash Face by Cannibal Corpse and a black <laughs> spaceship zoomed through the atmosphere, its engines burning away a fuck ton of pretty flowers as it landed in a meadow. The door to the corpse fuckers <laughs> flew open and the trio of space adventurers disembarked. The fuck is this place, Fiona asked, disgusted. Some super cute little bunny people with the softest pink fur hopped onto the space adventurers. Welcome to Nippon, they said. We love making new friends. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So cute. Daniela squealed as she ran to take a picture of herself with them for her space chat story. Where are all the nipples? Wyatt asked. (laughs) Right here, said a beautiful feminine voice. That was not a beautiful feminine voice. No, it wasn't. You want to try it Right here, said a beautiful feminine voice. And an extremely hot alien anime chick with pink hair and huge knockers was standing there in the middle of the flowers as she just ripped her dress off so everyone could see those chest cutlets. Wyatt went straight into a titty trance. Can you fucking... That's his weakness. It is his weakness. Fiona sighed. Can you show me the way to the friend laser? She asked the hot chick with her boobs out. Of course, new friend, said the girl. Right this way. Oh, my God. 
Fiona grabbed Wyatt by the mohawk and dragged him behind her as she and Daniela followed the naked chick across the meadow of flowers into a beautiful palace that was made of candy and childhood dreams. <laughs> inside the play, inside the palace, the friend laser lay on a velvet pillow atop a pedestal of white marble. It looked like a normal blaster gun, but it was made of shimmering gold and diamonds. There it is, the naked girl said, her boobs jiggling as she spoke. Isn't it beautiful? Shoots rainbows and Christmas curls. It turns everyone to bestest best friends. And Fiona had heard enough. She reached for her own blaster, a real gun, and pressed it to the girl's head and fired. The girl <laughs> fell down dead to the floor, pink glittery blood leaking out of her skull. What the fuck did you do that for? Wyatt asked, out of his titty trance. She was talking way too much, Fiona sighed. Plus, it got you out of that titty trance, so you should thank me. Now let's get the friend laser and get get off this nightmare planet. <clears throat> But when she turned back to the pedestal, the friend laser was gone. Duh. What the fuck? Fiona roared. Where's the fucking laser? An evil laugh echoed through the candy palace. Oh my god. <laughs> when Fiona and Wyatt whipped around to find the source, they saw Daniela lounging on the rainbow. Sugar-coated throne, the friend laser dangling in her grip. You idiots, she said with a smirk. <laughs> you fell right into my trap. Give me the goddamn laser, Fiona commanded. I'm the most brutal space berserker in the galaxy. I'll cut your heart out if you don't give it to me give it to me right now. No, you won't, said Daniela, relaxing into the throne. I only told you about the friend laser because I wanted it. But I need some space I needed some space adventurers to take me to it. What are you gonna do with it? Wyatt asked. We could totally go to Space Ducatis dealership and you can use it to the salesman. We'd probably give us some free space Ducatis. <laughs> Daniela rolled her eyes. I don't give a flying flip about motorcycles, she said. <laughs> I'm going to use the friend laser to make everyone my friend, and then I'll become the most popular social media influencer in the galaxy. It's an evil as fuck plan. Jesus fucking space Christ, Fiona whispered. That's the most evil plan I've ever heard. Doesn't sound that evil. She moved to draw her awesome berserker axe, but just as she grasped the handle, Daniela pointed to the front or pointed the friend laser at Fiona and pulled the trigger. Oh shit! The anime girl with the huge milk wagons was right. Rainbow and Christmas Carol spewed out of the gun and shot Fiona right through the heart. She probably would have been better protected if she had worn actual armor instead of the berserker armor that barely covered anything. But the blast from the friend laser was a bullseye hit, and Fiona fell to the floor. Oh my god, Fiona, Wyatt yelled. He turned to Daniela. But why, Daniela? <laughs> you mean why did I betray you for my own personal gain, she asked. It blew a rainbow-colored smoke away from the barrel of the friend laser gun. Oh god. That's cool as fuck, right? No, said Wyatt. Why didn't you shoot me first? I kind of thought the galaxy's coolest bounty hunter would be your first choice for a best friend, but whatever. I guess you like Fiona more than me. Not salty or anything. <laughs> Shut up, Daniela commanded. She pointed the friend laser at Wyatt, ready to fire, but there was something she didn't know. Wyatt had lied. He was totally jealous that Daniela shot Fiona first, <laughs> making Fiona her friend more than him. What the fuck? Did this girl even know who he was? He was the best and most awesome bounty hunter in the whole galaxy. And he needed to show his dumb teenager she made a mistake when choosing Fiona as her first friend. <laughs> Wyatt went into Robocock cyborg mode and some super cool computer graphics popped up in front of his bionic eyes so he could zoom in and aim at Daniela. Then he ripped off his pants and fired a powerful round of laser cum at her, knocking the friend laser right out of her grip. 
why it was stupid, but he wasn't that stupid. He knew there was no way he'd be able to defeat both Daniela and Fiona and Cyborg President Liam Neeson and the entire ISF on his own. So with Daniela distracted, he ran out of the palace and jumped into the cockpit of the corpse fucker and flew away into space, leaving Fiona to her fate like a goddamn coward. Totally, totally his speed. The end. Post-credit scene. Fiona woke up in a soft pink rug in the palace. What the fuck happened, she thought to herself. When she looked up to Daniela, when she looked up, Daniela was standing over her, a gold and diamond encrusted gun in her grip. For some reason, Fiona felt like she thought, or said, Fiona thought, felt like she should be mad at Daniela, but she wasn't. She loved Daniela, like a lot, like a weird amount. <laughs> she would do anything for her. What the fuck was happening? Then Fiona found herself saying something she never thought she would say to any, anyone in her life. Do you want to take some pictures together for your space chat feed? I love the space dog filter. Oh my god. Daniela smiled and helped held the phone up by her pop socket so they could take some <laughs> selfies with various filters, including space dogs, flower crowns, and even gender swap. Oh shit, all the classics. When they had taken a bunch of selfies, Daniela only posted the ones she looked good in, and Fiona didn't even care to go or go, Oh my god, delete that. I'm serious, I look gross in that one. <laughs> I'm gonna call my dad, the president of space, Daniela announced. He'll come pick us up and then we're going to get you some new clothes that are totally cute and not disgusting. I think you need to wear something besides black and no weapons or human hearts this time. Of course, whatever you want, best friend, Fiona <laughs> said. My whole life is dedicated to the being best friend and follower of your every whim until the end of all social media. Ooh, the end for real this time. Oh, shit. Ooh, yeah. Oh, wow. Ugh, interesting. That was right? good. That was a fun. Thanks. That I'm was fun. I like that one. Dude, fuck Wyatt. Fucking Nippleheim. <laughs> I noticed you had way more boobs than my story. I yeah, had, you I, had like no tits. I had a girl not wearing a bra. Yeah, that was it. That was, that was as far as it went. I'm honestly shocked. I went straight fucking this time. Yeah, that's true. You did. Yeah, you and did. pregnancy. Oh my I, god. I went to the other aspect of titties. Oh and, so. my god, pregnancy. <laughs> Darth Darth Saul. Darth is Saul. The greatest name. Better than Alex Jeopardy playing. <laughs> So we should probably explain. So, like, okay, the reason that that's so funny is because <laughs> my brother, whose name is also Alex, but that doesn't really have anything to do with this, thought that Alex Trebek's name was, was a Alex Jeopardy. <laughs> when he was a kid. Yeah, he when he was a kid, he thought his name was Alex Jeopardy. Which I think is fucking amazing. It's fucking hilarious. And that's stuck. And obviously Plinkett's a, a nod to yeah. Red Letter. And you didn't like fucking Jane Hootnanny? <laughs> Jane Hootnanny, oh shit. I should have said Hootnanny more in my story. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, guys, I'm really, really happy with this. this yeah, episode. we did a good job, I think. Yeah, yeah. And um, if you guys have an idea for a prompt for next week, let us know. Please comment yeah. on our Instagram, which is Dream Laser Podcast. Yes, and uh, we always we're on it every day, so definitely yes. leave us a comment, like a DM, or just leave us a comment. Yeah, we love comments. And also leave us reviews on, on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, they can't do it on Spotify yet, I don't, right? I don't just think Apple. so. Yeah, so yeah, if you have if you don't have an Apple phone, don't worry. You can listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, just listen to yeah, it on just Spotify. Just listen to it's it. Fine. We don't care. As long as you listen, we're happy. Yep. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Love you.